Welcome to the wonderful world of dance, bringing you exclusive interviews with top dancers and choreographers and reviews of the world's best companies across the globe. You can find lots more on our website at thewonderfulworldofdance.com. Hi, this is Savannah Saunders from The Wonderful World of Dance and today I am thrilled to introduce Valerie Ibua, who's a dance artist, divisor, teacher, writer and model. Her work incorporates hip-hop, African, dancehall, jazz and other movements from such as yoga and capoeira. She's also taught and performed internationally and has been awarded the Young Stoff Award at the Stockholm Fringe Festival. As well as her own blog, Valerie writes for I Am Hip Hop magazine, a printed and online publication champion the hip hop culture. What we're going to be talking about today is um, not just Valerie's uh, career, but also about the work that she's been doing with a really important platform called Woman Seriously, which is a female-led performance platform which champions bold new performance by female-identified and socialised female artists through platforms and networking support. Now, hi, Valerie. That was a bit of an intro. Sorry, I had a long one. Thanks so much for joining us. No, it's like sad in me. So it sounds like you've had quite a busy week. Um, you've been over at the Barbican, is that right, this week? Yes, that's correct. Tell me, tell me what you've been, you've been working on over at the Barbican. Um, so I'm a part of a dance company called Rhiannon Faith at the moment. Um, and the piece that we're doing at the Barbican, it's part of their festival, uh, which is called um, The Art of Change. Um, and it's a piece called Smack That, A Conversation. Um, and it's about uh, domestic abuse. Wow. Uh, it features, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty rough. Mm. Um, it features uh, three dancers and four um beautiful amazing survivors of uh, domestic abuse and it's this piece that's kind of um you know it tells you the facts and the figures about domestic abuse and then also you know um kind of champions us as women as survivors um and showing that you know we can kind of get through anything so yeah so it's been a tough one but um yeah, I'm very, very thrilled to be at the bar again. Yeah, um, absolutely. Not just a, a great um, space, but what an important subject um, and an important yeah, piece yeah. of work to be involved in. Indeed, indeed. And how did you I'm get very, involved? Very privileged. Yeah, how did you get involved in in this work? Um, so uh, a good friend of mine, um, who's also um, a part of Women's Seriously, um, called Claudia Palazzo. Um, she was supposed to be in the piece mm -hmm. and she forwarded me an email um, about an audition. And at the time, it was like this, it was like February, January, February last year. Um, and at the time, I was a bit like, oh, this is warming too much. I don't know whether I can uh, take on another project. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then she was like, no, have a look at this. And then, um, you know, the description just kind of, it really spoke to me. Um, at the time, they were still kind of awaiting Arts Council funding and uh, there was nothing to do with, like, um, the Barbican or anything like that. And then um, uh, the Barbican kind of caught wind of it. Um, we had a sharing when the piece was, you know, it wasn't even finished, it wasn't even made. Um, and then straight away they were like, yeah, we want to book it um, for this festival. Um, so we've been waiting and working hard for this last year, kind of doing so many different versions of the piece, uh, touring it around and stuff um, to finally um, 
you know, premiere it in London at the Barbican. So, um, yeah, it's certainly been a, a crazy two years um, piece. But, yeah, I was very lucky that Cloud, um, yeah, was kind of like, no, like this one, I know you don't want to take on anything more, but, like, you know, I really think this one's for you. So, um, yeah, I was really lucky. That sounds like yeah, I love the I love the story you know an email sets off this sort of two-year journey for you but also um it's quite a tough and important subject matter domestic violence um something which I feel really personally um uh is a, a subject that should be discussed um and particularly from you know the female perspective how was it like how was it for you and the other performers um sort of working and creating this piece um and tackling that subject matter um it was oh, it was very tricky i mean we're all survivors of domestic abuse um the 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 premise of the piece is it's a party um because uh a lot of the kind of uh, I guess you know psychological and emotional abuse kind of happened in um, for most of us anyway in mm -hmm. kind of um, kind of party setups. Um, so yeah, the piece is kind of set as a party, and it's uh, the text and the piece is all um, our own testimonials. Basically, mm -hmm. um, we're all trying to portray, or we all are portraying, should I say, one character called Beverly, mm -hmm. um, which is. Um, in reference to uh, Abigail's party, which I don't know if you've watched. Um, but, uh, yeah, and it, it, it's, it's quite <laughs> it's quite tricky uh, having to kind of, uh, you know, kind of expose uh, stories and, and kind of things that, you know, sometimes even our parents, like, you know, our parents or our best friends don't even know. Mm. Um, so immediately... Uh, it, it made us quite a close-knit group. I mean, mm -hmm. I love the girls so dearly. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, so it was, it was quite... It made us quite quite close and quite strong because we knew all these kind of... Um, these really kind of crazy and quite scary and um, quite unbelievable, actually, um, uh, things about each other's lives. Um, so, yeah, that I mean, that was quite hard. And then kind of... Um, making sure that we were all kind of safe and protected, mm -hmm. like it, that it wasn't all too much. Um, we have um, a psychologist that's always on hand um, and counsellor, so we always ha had an opportunity to kind of talk to them. Um, and then obviously translating all that kind of into movement as well um, was quite difficult. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, I think that's my, you know, I think it's uh, an artist's job, really, you know, it's uh, to to kind of um to, to really you know put forward a subject that people don't want to talk about you know um i think that's the job of an artist it's the job of the arts to you know to do that to be these kind of you know activists or this kind of you know uh people that stand up for uh injustices and and, and all those kind of things if, you know so if i can't do that with my art then i don't really feel like i'm I'm an artist, I guess. Yeah. Um, um, so yeah, I mean, it was it was pretty difficult and pretty tricky. Um, lots of crying. I can imagine. Uh, yeah. Lots, lots, lots of crying. Um, lots of talking, actually, as mm. well. Um, just to kind of, yeah, I, I think 
I didn't realize, you know, some of the relationships that I had been in had been quite abusive, actually, until actually I'd started speaking to these girls and being like, oh, actually, that, that's, that's familiar, or, oh, that happened to me, or, oh, like, I didn't think at the time that was that bad, but actually that, that actually meant this. Um, so, yeah, it was quite difficult, but it was also quite cathartic as well, I think. I think it was definitely... I mean, I knew that taking on the job that it'd be quite a difficult challenge, mm-hmm. um, but I don't ever really want to be in work um, that isn't going to challenge me uh, physically, emotionally. You know, I, yeah, I, I don't want to be making any work or be a part of any work that isn't doing that. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> I'm always up for the challenge. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Um- I sort of hearing hearing what you're saying. It's 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 sort of left me a little bit speechless actually because you know when we when we set about talking this evening, um, I had no idea we'd be sort of talking about uh, domestic violence and the the role of the arts to give a voice to the survivors and those who who go through the experience and and like you, um, you know, I grew up for me. I grew up in a, a family where there was domestic violence when I was a young child. So, um, not in my my relationship with my, my wonderful husband. <laughs> I better say that, <laughs> so there's no confusion if he hears this. <laughs> but when I but when I was a child, um, you know, I I, I saw it and. Uh, I can imagine for yourself, you talked about it being a cathartic experience and the talking and the sharing and the identification of actually, well, that was abuse, whereas, you know, some women or yourself may not have thought of that as being um, necessarily classified as as what people would normally think of as abusive. Mm-hmm. And I think it'd be, you know, interesting to see, and I don't know if you've had any response um, from the audience in terms of how they have interacted or made them consider, you know, their own lives and their own interactions and the things which they either experience or have seen themselves. Yeah, I mean, yeah, of course. Um, we have a part at the end of the show where we kind of say, because uh, we leave the space, you know, open and kind of free for the audience to mm-hmm. say because it is quite a, a heavy topic and to kind of just be like, well, here's the show and then get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of a bit. I don't know. I, it, um, you know, I, um, Rhiannon, I think, didn't want to leave her, you know, audience like mm. that because um, she understands the kind of weight of, of what they've just seen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've had loads of, especially from the men actually really watch it um yeah because i mean i think um a lot of the time these kind of conversations um we kind of have about um these kind of you know patriarchal structures Mm -hmm. and these kind of you know uh hyper you know hyper masculinity and all these kind of things all these kind of things that kind of like add to this kind of i guess problem Mm -hmm. i suppose um you know, we kind of had these conversations between us girls, you know, mm-hmm. or us females, you know, I, um, I'll talk about it to my sister, but I won't necessarily talk about it to my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, uh, a lot of the men in the audience were quite shocked actually about some of the, cause there's quite a lot of statistics that we actually put down <laughs> quite a lot of the audience members. Um, and they're like, Whoa, I didn't, you know, I didn't realize that. Whoa. You know, I actually never heard that one. Whoa. You know that could have happened to my sister, or whoa, yeah. that could be happening to my friend, or whoa, you know. So, I think um, there was definitely a huge response from from female members of the audience, but 
um, I think we certainly shocked a lot of uh, a lot of male, um, you know, audience members. Them might possibly thinking that they could be, you know, uh, perpetrators and mm. not even realise, mm. you know. Um, so uh, yeah, I think I think I think we shocked quite a few people wow. <laughs> um, this last coming week. Sounds um, really powerful. Were you expecting to um, to shock? The men was that something you went into this thinking that might happen, or was was it more about a female conversation to have with um, audience members? Or um, for me personally, I definitely wanted to shock the men. Okay, <laughs> I don't know about any Great. The girls, <laughs> fantastic. I, you know, I, I definitely wanted to shock the men because I, I really, you know, my my best friend. Um, is, is a man is, is a bisexual man mm-hmm. and sometimes I tell him stories and and I can see his face like sometimes being like what do you mean or like uh, mm-hmm. or like and I'm like ah oh, okay like and only probably the reason why I feel comfortable speaking about it to him is because he's a bisexual man you know and mm-hmm. I don't think he has that kind of you know, I don't want to. It's not that it's a bad thing, but that kind of hetero gay, mm-hmm. I guess, or yeah. hetero male kind of, yeah, like yeah, toxic perspective. Has that yeah. kind of yeah, he doesn't have that kind of perspective or vibe mm. um, to him. But then he's still shocked about these things. So in my head, I'm like, okay, well, if he shocks me, someone who I would consider as you know super open and massive feminist, and and you know, mm. is surrounded by all these like quite a lot of females in our group as well like and he's still shocked and I can't even imagine you know like like I said like my brother or Mm. or you know some of my other male friends what they're thinking so I for me it was definitely um definitely about shocking some of the guys and um actually a lot of it's um audience uh well, the piece is an audience participation piece so we have to actually sit in with the audience and there always seems to be in my side of the audience like like more men and I love it I absolutely love it because I'm like okay like I'm gonna speak directly to you now like this is uh-huh. you need to hear this you need to understand what this is and then you need to go and tell your other friends and tell your female friends and tell your mum and tell your sister and you know all these mm. kind of things that you have a you now have an understanding, a little, like, you know, insight to, to maybe one day in my world, you know, or yeah. in their world. Um, so, yeah, I, I think it's definitely, it's important for women, but I think it's, it's super important for the, for the men, I guess, to see. And I, yeah, definitely <laughs> very up for, like, shocking them and, like, trying to, yeah, educate a little bit. I think it's, I think it's important, you know, like, because, yeah like we're not just as as dancers I think we're not just instruments you know I think I think a lot of the time when you when you train to be a dancer you kind of get into this kind of habit of being like okay I have to look like everyone else and I have to be this thing and I have to get my legs here and I have to do this and I have to do that and there's nothing wrong with that at all like I think that's 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 brilliant but then I think you have to have a little bit more artistic integrity i don't know i mean i think i think that's you know if i want to pass on anything mm. um it's just about you know you can you can make a choice you can choose to, to what you want to say even within someone else's work you can choose you can have your own artistic integrity and you should be looking for that and searching for that and not just you know kind of trying to be a kind of cardboard mm. 
look at that, you know, copy. Yeah. You know, and, and it's hard not to be that way either because, you know, these schools churn out 100, 200, you know, students each year. You know, it's hard not to, 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 to be, not to be like that, you know. But I think, yeah, there's something about, you know, really understanding your autonomy and really understanding that like actually if you've got something to say that you can actually say it within someone else's work and within your own work too um so yeah I think yeah, yeah. I, I hope I'm doing that I hope I hope <laughs> well it, sounds, it definitely sounds like you are it's interesting because when I talk to um choreographers or creators who you know sort of look back on um their life and their careers and i often ask you know about advice that they would pass on and a a lot of them do say about um you know finding or being authentic and giving voice to your to your own personal journey and your own identity and your your you know what you have to say rather than trying to create or be like anyone else but to be yourself and that is even from you know some you know, the pure classical ballet at, at one end right through to, mm. uh, you know, the sort of um, more um, experimental makers on the other end, but they all seem to say similar things, actually, which is what you're saying, yeah. Mm. That's good. That's good to know. Yeah. <laughs> but so, I mean, you've, your work, um, and, you know, your performance, you know, you bring together so many different types of, of dance. How do you bring these together as a, an artist and uh, on stage? It's a really interesting mix. Um, I think, oh, that's a really good question. <laughs> um, uh, I think, I mean, it, I know it sounds really, really corny and really stupid, but those things that I, that you know, I, I, I trained as a contemporary dancer and I've always had a love and an interest in hip-hop culture um, you know, jazz, all these kind of different things. These things make up who I am as a person. So, and I feel like Valerie, the person or the personality or whatever, and Valerie, the dancer, is the same thing. Mm-hmm. So, in order for me to to be in anything, those things can't not exist. Mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so, for me, it's really simple. It's it's going to come out in 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 everything that I do. There is always going to be, you know. Um, if I hear a hip hop beat, there's always going to be a groove, you know. Um, if I, you know, I'm in a room with contemporary dancers, I guess I'm, there's always going to be, you know, I, I guess that kind of vibe. Um, but I think it's just being honest mm-hmm. and being true to, to to whatever it is that the the choreographer or the, or the person or the whoever's employing you is is, is asking you to do. Um, and I also think as well that you know when I go to auditions or things like you know they see you they see what what already is there you know and if people don't like that or don't want that or feel like they can't work with that then they won't employ me um so yeah I think I think you know these links these things are always going to be embedded in my work because that's who I am as as a person and who I am as a person is exactly who I am exactly who I am sorry as an artist Mm -hmm. um but then it's also um it's also I think about the people that um decide to employ me what they're interested in too you know and I think they they might see a side of me that they're like okay like I can I can work with that and I want to take on that thing or they you know some I think quite a lot of Craigs especially these days you know um in terms of where contemporary dance is going I feel like it is kind of moving or heading towards a more of a kind of 
uh, street dance or hip hop or, you know, there's definitely more fusions um, happening, um, you know, of, of recent times. So I feel like I, I, I'm quite lucky in that sense because, mm. you know, I have a, I have a, I, I mean, I'd never say I'm a hip hop dancer. I'd never say that. I've got, you know, I didn't train as Boy Blue and, you mm. know, and all, you know, super technical in, in, you know, popping and locking and mm-hmm. breaking and all these other things. But I have definitely have an understanding and knowledge about those styles and my knowledge of those styles I combine or I use with my knowledge of my contemporary training because that's my base. Um, so I think, you know, I've just been quite lucky, I guess, um, in this kind of like modern day and age of where like kind of contemporary dance, I guess, is kind of growing. Um, and that it kind of plays to my, to, to, to things that I'm already quite strong at or things that I'm already interested in. Um, but yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm always gonna, uh, there's always gonna be a kind of mix or blend of, of my interests because I, I think even when I was training as a contemporary dancer, that was always quite, quite prevalent in, in, mm-hmm. in my uh, in, in, in my movement my quality as, as a performer and they and London Contemporary Dance School took that on knowing that you know they auditioned me and they saw that and they took that on um, so yeah I think I think, <laughs> I think yeah I think that's how yeah yeah I <laughs> so I wanted to ask you um, you're London born and bred that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, East London, and uh, I, I think. Yeah. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to ask. Um, you know, you talk about your training that you had with the London Contemporary Dance School and what they mm-hmm. saw in you as the uh, um, the the person and the individual, and you know the the differences even within yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Tell me about sort of growing up in East London, and you know when you sort of thought well I re- I'd love to become a dancer and what inspired you in the first place and set you on this really interesting journey sure um so yeah I was born and raised in East London I come from a place called Forest Gate um which is right next to Stratford generally people don't know where Forest Gate is but it's <laughs> right next to Stratford um and I've always wanted to dance always 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 I but I, I also had that kind of like typical like Nigerian family that were like, no, like you're academic. And my dad was a lawyer and my mum was a teacher and I was the last of five. So I was kind of like, yeah, the last of their kind of hopes. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you're, you can go to Cambridge, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, but it just, it just was never, it was just never in the cards for me. Um, I... I had a best friend at school who used to go to a school called Italia Conti and she'd come home, I'd go to her house after school or she'd come round to mine and then sometimes she'd show me what she'd learned and then I'd be like behind her just like trying to copy and all these kind of things. And my sister had ballet lessons when she was young because one of her teachers at primary school um, also happened to be like a uh, could teach ballet as well so she'd do it after school um so that my parents could kind of work a bit more and then like could pick her up after they would have work and stuff so I was always kind of there kind of like looking and kind of trying to copy and wanting to kind of um do it but then I was never really allowed to um and then I kind of got to 18 and then uh I just said I'm gonna just do it (laughs) because I'd uh I was a bit sick of uh just 
doing what my parents wanted me to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I was never really good at that anyway. <laughs> I was never really good at like following suit. Um, it wasn't really my thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, yeah, one day I was like, uh, really quite a horrible time actually. Um, I decided to, I was so scared about like what my parents would think. Um, no, I didn't tell my parents that I wasn't going to university straight away until the day that I got my A-level results. So I'd got all these fantastic results. And uh, and then my dad was like, cool, so like, yeah, UCL or like, have you applied for like York? And have you applied for like Cambridge and all these things? And I was like, oh, yeah, dad, actually, I'm going to go to Lewisham College because I want to be a dancer. And uh, yeah, like it was just awful, like massive argument. My dad was so disappointed. My mum was really disappointed. Um, Yeah, my siblings were a bit like, what? Like, what's going on? What's this? Um, And I was like, no, I'm going to give this dancing a go. Like, I'm going to really give it a go. Like, I think, no, I don't think I know that this is the thing that I'm supposed to do. Um, So then I spent two years at Lewisham College. um, And then, uh, because there was no kind of, like dance I mean there was like Brit school and things like that but mm. um, there weren't really another course there wasn't really another course for people who um, were above 18 mm. that was like kind of like a vocational dance course and I knew that's what I needed so mm. I knew that I had to kind of leave East London to to find that mm. so I did um, but East London definitely like you know it, 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 I there were so many things that were going on there that definitely like influenced my dancing like uh boy blue entertainment is was like based or still is based um kind of in maryland mm-hmm. um and maryland is in walking distance from my house so like although i wasn't like taking classes like i was you know there watching classes or i was very aware of what was going on at the time in terms of like um hip-hop scene um in east london as well as like um Grime started in East London, so I was aware of, you know, the kind of links between um, grime music and, and hip-hop culture. So um, that definitely had, like, a massive um, kind of effect on on on, on me as, as an artist. You know, I definitely was, you know, was like, okay, this is... I might not be, like, this kind of dancer or mm-hmm. this kind of performer or into this kind of thing, but this definitely moves me. Um, so yeah, like it was, <laughs> it was quite a uh, quite a tough uh, two years after yeah. that. Kind of like really convincing um, my parents and and also myself, I guess mm-hmm. as well that like I was supposed to kind of do this thing. And um, and actually, it was in my second year at Lewisham College where I met uh, Grace Nichol, um, who's like the creator and founder of Woman Seriously, and that's when our kind of friendship and working relationship well that's where it started and that's where it, it came from um so yeah <laughs> a, a lot of kind of moving around starting about i you know spent two years in lewisham and london contemporaries based at, in in houston mm-hmm. so i spent i spent most of my time training everywhere apart from east london um just to kind of figure out what this kind of whole contemporary dance kind of vibe or contemporary dance thing was um but it was actually quite sad because at the time i know now like east london dances i mean they yeah. are 
you know, quite rooted in hip hip hop culture. Um, but they, you know, at the moment they're doing this Eastwall project um, with Hoffa Schechter. Mm. Um, so, and they work with Tony Adigan a lot, who's also one of the resident artists, I believe, at the place. Um, so, you know, they they're very much now involved with kind of this kind of fusion or this kind of you know understanding the the importance of contemporary dance um in east london and kind of finding uh east london locals and training them as well so uh, but i feel like it's only you know they've kind of pushed that more and more the last maybe five six years um which i'm really happy about uh but yeah at the time when i was i was growing up um yeah, like there, there wasn't really in terms of contemporary dance, there wasn't anything, there wasn't anything for me. Um, so I had to, I, I had to kind of move, move out. And it's really funny because I spoke to John D D about this mm. not too long ago, and he was um, the same actually. He he grew up in East London, grew up around Bow, um, and then he went to Lewisham College as well, and then the place too. So I think uh, it's safe to say that uh, East Londoners, uh, yeah, really you know in order for us to sort the contemporary dance training we kind of had to leave um and then kind of come back to kind of um i guess help out and spread knowledge yeah yeah it's interesting isn't it um but Mm. it sounds like your you know your east london roots are very important and the culture when you're growing up has really influenced you um and like you say now it's you know getting a you know a really important platform and the you know where actually it's become its own sort of elevated culture, I guess, or more exposed, which is fantastic. Mm. I think the work they're doing is great. So tell me about um, the work of um, Women Seriously, or tell us about um, the platform. Okay, so um, Women Seriously is a female-led platform. Um, It's for female, female socialised or identified artists to come and present their work um like i said before it's created by grace nickel um but it's hosted by me and there is a couple of panel members as well um so there's a group of six of us that uh all put on this quarterly platform in order to help uh female artists basically put on their work and get their work seen um and it came out from I guess Grace, bless her soul, um, her will and need to kind of put out her own work. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, you know, as we know, with arts council funding and things like that, like, it's really, really hard. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Artists, um, to kind of get funding for your stuff. Um, and especially as well, if, you know, if you kind of you've just moved to London and, and you're kind of, starting out and and then not many people really know about you and all these kind of things it's really hard to get your work seen it's really hard to get your work funded um so i guess grace was a bit sick of kind of like fighting i Mm -hmm. guess and Mm -hmm. trying to like you know get her work seen and all these other things that um actually she just created her own platform um, and it wasn't at all to get her own work seen, um, which is actually the beauty of it, I think. Um, it was just to help out people like her, um, you know, that choreographers, makers, um, you know, that just that just wanted their work to be to be seen and to be accepted and also to not, um, I guess, oh, you know, I mean, we put our work out there to be judged, but, but to be judged in a safe environment mm. as well. Um, 
and for us as women to, to take ownership of our work, take ownership of our bodies um, and take ownership of the space. You know, there's space for us in, 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 the, in the arts community. Um, but I feel like um, that there's these kind of, I guess, I guess gatekeepers, I guess, or mm-hmm. these people that kind of, you know, if you're not kind of in with the clique or if you're not in with the crew, if you're not in with gatekeepers, if you haven't got an in, then your work is is either rubbish or, you know, just not getting, no matter how good it is, it's just not getting funded or it's not Yeah, difficult funded. to show, um, yeah. Exactly. So um, it was just about um, creating visibility um, and... Yeah, so I think it was, it was, uh, I mean, Grace is, I've worked with Grace for the last seven years, um, toured with her in countless countries and done countless pieces with her, um, and mainly for free, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, we didn't have any money to fund it. We didn't have any, you know, we were just, uh, (laughs) to, <laughs> two kids kind of just trying to you know, like help each other out you know yeah. like I, I, I wanted, I've always wanted to perform I've never had um, a real interest in kind of in choreography or making work mm-hmm. um, and she's always 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 wanted to choreograph and so it was just kind of a, a match made kind of in heaven I guess we get along really well like I um, I, I like the way Grace works and the way Grace thinks um, and I've always thought she's had some. She has something special to offer, uh, offer the dance world and the arts world. So um, I was always willing to kind of stand by her and and, and help her out with whatever she um, she would kind of throw at me. Um, so yeah, she came up with this concept and uh, she asked if I could host it. Fantastic. <laughs> and uh, I've never hosted anything before, so I was a bit like, whoa, what do you mean? Oh. <laughs> Can I just dance on the side? What do you mean? Um, uh, yeah, I, I, you know, she she has a lot more faith in me than than, than I do most I'm sure life. you were brilliant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, she said, no, I think you can do it. So I was like, okay, I trust you. So um, I'm going to go and try this thing out. And then... Um, yeah, that was uh, last year, August, mm-hmm. and um, we've been kind of churning, churning it out ever since. Fantastic. <laughs> you know? Like really pushing and, and, and working on it um, with some other fabulous artists. So, yeah, it's and how, how has the platform been received, not just by those other women who get to show you all their work or participate as artists in, in this platform, which is so good. I think it's fa- absolutely fantastic. But also from the audience and from the industry, as you say, there are, you know, if you're, it's gatekeepers, funding's difficult, you know, um, the, the, the challenges that all emerging artists face and particularly female artists, um, which we've talked about, quite a bit about on this show, this show over, over the time. But how how do you feel it's being received? Oh, I think it's been brilliant. <laughs> I mean, uh, we've been we've been offered um, loads of things kind of as a result of it. Um, so in September, um, I'm actually going to be under the Woman Seriously uh, kind of like brand or banner mm-hmm. or, um, I'm going to actually start mentoring um, female students at London Contemporary Dance School oh, that's so fantastic um, uh, just because I think 
uh, me and Grace both spoke, um, and 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 yeah, there's something about kind of nipping this kind of idea about um, women not being fit enough to kind of lead. And I'm not saying that's maybe an idea, but it's definitely like it's definitely. You know, I, I wasn't at school. I wasn't told to go and dance with female choreographers. I wasn't mm. told that I should make my own work. Mm. I wasn't told any of these things. Um, so there's definitely, you know, even if it's not uh, necessarily obvious, there's definitely an undertone of well, we, lead we, and, we, we live and, in this world, don't we? I mean, exactly. the BBC exactly. article yeah. the other week, which I saw about the whichever airline it was, CEO saying, I think it was Qatar or something, saying that women can't run a, can't be a CEO of an airline, which is ridiculous. And constantly <laughs> seeing these messages out there about how, you know, we can't promote women and women aren't, you know, don't apply and there aren't enough great women and there's, you know, 2% of this is enough, you know, and it's just ridiculous. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely an, uh, an undertone of, like, you know, like, go and work for this man, go and do this. And that's absolutely fine. I'm not saying that we can't, you know, work for these brilliant male choreographers. Yeah, sure. I work yeah. for loads of brilliant male choreographers. I work for a man called Tom Dale. Mm-hmm. I freaking love that guy. <laughs> <laughs> I've loved him for the last 10 years, you know, and I feel so privileged to work with him. I also work with a man called Eddie Peake. I, you know, I fully love this guy. You know, there's loads of brilliant male choreographers out there, um, but there's also loads of brilliant female choreographers out there Absolutely. who deserve just as much um, praise and, and visibility and you know, and 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 promotion. So, um, yeah, and I think I think if uh, we can kind of combat this problem, you know, even starting from before university. If, I mean, I'd love to, you know, get into kind of uh, you know back at Lewisham College and things like that. Get mm. there already and be like, hey, you know, like you can make work. Hey, you know, what do you want to? Who do you want to dance for? Have you heard of this yeah. person? Have you thought about this? Have you, you know, no one at school ever asked me who I wanted to dance for. They always told me who I should dance for. And they didn't even ask me if I even wanted to dance on <laughs> school. You know, because that's yeah. an option as well. You know, um, so yeah, underneath the banner of uh, women seriously, I'll be going into London Contemporary Dance School and mentoring um, young female artists. Um, and, you know, just for them, just to, for them to have someone to, to, to chat to, mostly, mm-hmm. really, um, because I found my time at um, London Contemporary Dance School really difficult um, for various reasons. Um, and I wished actually I did have someone um, yeah. who was kind of in school, but kind of also kind of not really staff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like someone, someone who's, you know, like... Impartial uh, maybe, or yeah, someone like, who's yeah, not exactly, connected so exactly. much. Yeah. Exactly, because, you know, I, I'm definitely not, you know, I'm not saying that this happened, but I'm definitely not going to be in the staff room chatting to the technique teachers yeah. about so-and-so and and how high they can get their legs or 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 how rubbish they are at picking up picking up material you know i'm not really interested in in that at all i'm interested Mm. in 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 what the students want because at the end of the day they're the ones who are paying for the degree they should be able to get what they need out of it and empowering Um, them yeah Mm. yeah like i want to that's what i want to do that's what i'm hoping to do um so yeah i think lots of I mean, that's just one of the things that have come out of women seriously. But uh, again, like, just, you know, people, I mean, the last uh, 
platform that we had in April at the Yard Theatre, um, we had uh, a, a young baby on stage and there was a piece about with this mother and she was making this piece about how, how hard it is um, to, you know, put her baby mm. to sleep when she's trying to perform. So this whole performance was about <laughs> not waking up this baby that was on stage. And it was just incredible. Wow. Like, that we got, you know, because people don't program work like that. You know, it's hard to get childcare mm. for, for, you know, uh, Young, young, older, even so. Yeah. You know, artists, you know, your mothers. You know, who, which companies, which theatres, um, you know, which which organisations are providing the help for that? No one. Mm. You know, where is this work being seen? Nowhere. Mm. And I know this because I'm I'm a part of that scene. I'm I'm, I'm performing at, at venues, and I'm also going to go watch work. And mm. um, so yeah, like the feedback has just been you know, absolutely incredible. We had another um, uh, disabled artist um, who had chronic, who has chronic fatigue, mm-hmm. you know, and she makes videos about um, her illness um, and she never gets her work shown anywhere because it's really hard for her to obviously, you know, approach theatres mm-hmm. and, and, you know, also, you know, as with her chronic fatigue, she can't often leave her home or leave yeah. her bed and you know she has social anxiety and things like that mm. so getting her work seen was was super important you know yeah. I think it's super important to empower um you know disabled artists artists mm-hmm. of color um you know lgbtq artists mm-hmm. uh, trans artists you know like it's, it's, it's so Absolutely. important to to have a space and a safe space it's so important that the space is safe um, for these people to present their work um, otherwise you know you'll find that we have you know we'll have the same kind of work being shown which is fine it's great I mean you know don't get me wrong I love I love going to Sadler's Wells and mm. I love going to go see Akram Khan um, and I love what these people do for the arts and I love what they do um for the community and on all these other things, you know, mm. and I can't sit there and act like I'm not a part of that community as well. You know, I was at the National Dance Awards this year because mm. one of the companies that I'm in was nominated for an award. You know, so I fall into, I know that I fall into that category of, of dance or artist, you know, that um, that does get funded and that does, yeah. you know, that can be at Spartan and can be at, and that is outside as well and that is performing and is doing all these things. But it doesn't mean that, um, you know, if anything, I should I should be helping artists that aren't on those stages get their work, you know, get their work seen and 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 help promote them. I, that is my duty as an artist. I feel like, um, so yeah, I think I think women's usually the feedback that we've got because we have feedback sheets as well, mm-hmm. also forms at the end of um, of every every show, and and we get feedback from the theatres that we work at as well. Um, yeah, it's 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 definitely been brilliant. Um, we also put on a night with Lady Beard magazine as well, um, where the women seriously artists and panel members actually got to show their own work as well because we're also makers uh, as well. So that's yeah. also been really nice because people have been like, "Oh, what, what about what you guys do?" Share, <laughs> you know, yeah. Like it's been it's been it's been really great. You know, like that wasn't ever the intention. It was always just to to just to eliminate this problem of, of female artists mm. struggling to get their work seen, struggling to get funded and struggling to get support. Um, we want to be a support network 
for I mean not also not only just female artists as well but mainly female artists yes, I yeah. want yeah. to be a support network for them you know yeah. if, I, if I can be of assistance because there was you know I didn't get to where I am as well on my own either <laughs> you yeah. know it's through, it's through people like Grace and, and you know Cloud who's also uh, a panel member as well Becky Namgals who's also a member Alice White Holly you know all of the the lovely women that I work with you know we 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 haven't got to where we we are on our own we've all helped each other we've all um provided you know like a, a way a sisterhood uh you know a network for each other to thrive so um I definitely want to do that for other people if I have the power to do so. so I, I, have to, I have to say um, that is, it's so admirable. You know, you're not just focused on yourself and your own journey and your own success and your own work, but actually, and I think it's been a thread throughout what you've said um, over the last sort of 45 minutes is it's really about you using what you have as an artist and your artistry and to be able to champion for others and help others and support others. And honestly, Valerie, I think you should add activists to the long list of um, attributes <laughs> because I think what you're doing is, is fantastic. And yeah, I'm so glad that you've been able to Tell us all about it. Um, do you have a, a woman seriously coming up soon that we can do a shout out for? Yes, we do. Great. <laughs> so, <laughs> Tell us the dates. <laughs> so, we will be back again at the Yard Theatre um, on the 30th of August. Um, it should start, I believe, at 8pm. Fantastic. Um, and tickets aren't available yet. Okay. Um, they should be going live hopefully at the end of this month, I'd say. Okay. So, um, yes, you can be able to grab your ticket. Fantastic. Um, That's yeah. so good. Well, <laughs> for those who want to get their tickets, um, and but just also to learn more about women seriously, it's woman, S-R-S-L-Y, so woman seriously, but shortened. Um, and also check out Valerie's um, blog as well. And you can check out some of her hip hop writing, which is, I'll spell it, Valerie, well, I'll say it, ValerieAbua.com, V-A-L-E-R-I-E-B-U-W-A.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you and for having me. It's I, a pleasure. I, I really hope to be able to make it down to Woman Seriously. It sounds fantastic. Yes, thank you so do. much. <laughs> thank you. Don't forget to subscribe. We've got some incredible interviews coming up with principal ballerinas and renowned choreographers. We love dance and ballet, and we hope you'll love us. Join us on Facebook and Twitter.